This episode of the RPG Academy podcast is brought to you by Wormwood Gaming. Wormwood Gaming handcrafts custom accessories out of premium hardwoods. Everything they make is backed by their craftsman's promise, which is a 100% satisfaction guarantee for life. From role-playing games to board games and card games, Wormwood Gaming can take all of your gaming experiences to the next level. Take a look at their website, which is wormwoodgaming.com. That's W-Y-R-M, woodgaming.com. And take a look at some of their amazing wares from dice trays, dice towers, dice vaults, and more made of some of the most gorgeous woods you will find. These premium gaming accessories may not be something you need, but once you look at them, they will definitely be something that you want. Wormwood Gaming is a sponsor of a Catacon this year for 2016. They will be donating some of their product for us to give away. And in addition to that, if you go to their website and you find something there that you want, which you will, and that you will buy, hopefully you will, if you use the coupon code RPGACADEMY, you will get free shipping. In addition, this will help their company gauge the interest of our audience for their products. So if enough people use that coupon code, we may get additional supplies for Catacon. So please take a look at their website at wormwoodgaming.com. There will be a link in the show notes. Fall in love and pull out that credit card and help yourself and a catacon with the coupon code RPG Academy. And now on to the show. Hello students, welcome Academaniacs. Today we are hosting a very special Kickstarter edition show and tell. I am everyone's favorite co-host, the Caleb G. Thank you for joining us. Uh, today in the RPG Academy virtual interview loft, I am very happy to welcome the designer of City of Mist, Amit. How you doing today, Amit? How's it going, Caleb? It's going great. Thank you. Hey, it is such a pleasure to meet you and have you in the interview loft today. Thank you for coming on with us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, we are here to talk about City of Mist. Uh, this is a new game that you are developing. It is currently on Kickstarter right now. The link is in the show notes, folks. If you have not already seen this game uh, swing over and check it out. Uh, but before we get into talking about City of Mist, let's talk about you a little bit, Amit. Uh, how did you get into the tabletop gaming hobby? Well, that was a long time ago. I guess uh, for most uh, for most uh, game designers, uh, it was maybe a long time ago. So yeah, I just um, I, I remember picking up uh, Dungeons and Dragons, you know, uh, second edition, starting to play a long time ago, and but I always tried to kind of bend it <laughs> and make it into superhero games and sci-fi games, and I was already kind of tweaking and hacking uh, Dungeons and Dragons back then. So um, I was always into game design, I guess, from the very beginning. And, um, you know, things just uh, built up, you know, more systems, different things along uh, the years. And then uh, I, City of Mist really was brewing for a while as well. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it's a long time cooking there. <laughs> okay you know a lot of people that we talk to here on the show have a similar story they got into gaming and they just looked at it and said wait a minute 
why don't we do this instead? So it is great to see that you uh, have been a, a part of the hobby for a long time. I think that speaks to uh, your experience with the hobby and, and what you are going to bring to us with City of Mist. Uh, so, so why don't I we get so. right? <laughs> uh, well, I'm pretty excited to see City of Mist come into reality here. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been working on it? Uh, City of Mist uh, has is been uh, in development for the last two years the first year was a bit more on and off La the last year was very very intensive we had a really a full team of i mean i'm the only game designer but there's a, a graphic designers artists and everything and it was a, a real production but yeah it's been a for about two years now but you also said that some of the seeds that evolved into City of Mist have been uh, growing for some time. So uh, yeah, is, is it this is an idea that has been uh, fostering and, and developing for a little bit? Yeah, actually, it was um, it's been a campaign of me and my uh, some of my groups. It kind of moved between groups as well. It's been a setting really for several campaigns uh, starting in 2005. So that's uh, almost that's over 10 years now. And um, yeah, it's it's been building up and and gaining kind of being we fleshed it out over the years, and more and more I saw the potential in it and uh, the diff you know so many stories that could be uh, played in it that we just I decided to make it the setting for this game. Okay, okay. Well, uh, let let's get into the game itself. What is the uh, elevator pitch, so to speak, for City? of mist so city of mist is a noir role-playing game it's uh it's set in a this kind of mysterious modern modern day city where people become living incarnations of uh, legends really so you have ordinary street level uh you know regular uh janes and joes uh people who are suddenly discovering in themselves uh, legendary powers and these legendary powers are coming from their mythos, which is a, an actually a legend that's trying to manifest itself in the city. Uh, so, but at the same time, there is a force called the mist that obscures everything, all the legend in the city, and and kind of makes them look ordinary and mundane. So most people don't really know the city is being run by legends, but uh, your characters, of course, you play gateways through the mist. So people who are kind of like an opening in the mist through which a legend can manifest. And uh, this team is well, your your group, I guess, um, which we call a crew, is actually after after answers. They want to know about the city. They want to know about the mist. They want to know who's controlling everything, whether they're vigilantes or conspiracy busters or even just professionals trying to do their jobs. Uh, they have questions as a group and as individuals. So this is really a detective, kind of a detective uh, super-powered or mystical powers game uh, where you, you investigate uh, these mysteries and unsolved cases and try to uncover the legends that are running the city. Interesting. Very interesting. I love superhero games. I love the noir genre. Uh, it, it seems that we have a little bit of a, an urban fantasy vibe going here in City of Mist. Uh, that's 
that's hitting all of my check marks here, Amit. I, I think it's safe <laughs> to say that I'm a big fan at this point in time. Um, cool. So, uh, so you said this was a uh, a campaign that you guys in your home team had been playing for a while, and it kind of evolved into this setting. Um, how did that start? Did you guys have a game and you kind of found some of these themes and just started uh, evolving the game and writing your own mechanics? Or did you just sit down one day and say, hey, let's play this noir superhero urban fantasy game and make up the rules as we go? What was that process like? <laughs> yeah, so uh, it definitely it definitely did not start as noir. So the first time <laughs> we actually put it down... It was, I knew that I wanted to play a superhero, or to run actually, a superhero campaign that was, um, had more of a mystical twist to it, more, as you said, the urban fantasy and the mystical aspect to it. And I wanted to kind of weave into it a lot of uh, kind of like spiritual aspects and stuff like that. And uh, that was the whole mist thing, which was very strong in the first campaign. Um, yeah, I guess you could say, uh, well, I don't know if Doctor Strange, because the power level wasn't as high as that, but it started out this way anyway. And uh, with the years, the it kind of I was taking it more and more to um, a kind of a more gritty and uh, street level um, perspective, and that gave it eventually the noir twist. So yeah, that would be the kind of the trajectory that it uh, took. Wonderful. Well. You know, I like seeing how games evolve during development. I, I think that says a lot about what you as the designer find interesting and important. So I like hearing that story of how we went from first idea to where we are now. Uh, one of the really cool things that you have done here as you have been developing City of Mist, you've got a starter set of PDFs available that everyone can take a look at so they can get a feel for the game. Uh, there's some fantastic artwork in these samples. Uh, that has caught me right away. Uh, that has drawn me into uh, City of Mist here. The starter here, the samples, uh, we've got characters. We have an adventure we can play. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what else we can see in the starter here? Right, so uh, first off, the starter set is a 70-page PDF that really gets you into the game, into all the basics, uh, even more than the basic. I would say the core of the game uh, is really there. You can try it out. You can, uh, you know, fiddle with it and uh, and get a taste for what it really does for you, you know. And uh, that was the aim of this whole project, to, before we get to Kickstarter, before we start ask anything of anyone we really wanted to show what we can do and what we want to offer and to share this game with everyone so it's really a, an achievement where all and when i say we i mean everyone at the team of course the illustrators and the um the illustrator and the designers and the editor we're all very proud of this achievement so you, what you do get uh, on top of that core book is uh, seven uh, pre-generated characters uh, and they're, if I may say so myself, beautiful uh, playbooks because I'm so proud of what our team has done uh, with that. The illustrations are really awesome, as you said. 
And these playbooks are there to really get you into the game as quickly as possible. We're probably going to talk about it later because the game is so narrative. It's it's kind of hard to get you into the game with hand waves. You you really we really just wanted people to have characters that you that take you right into the action and right into the setting, really. So this plumber that has a primordial lizard inside it and uh the um the the woman who doesn't know who she uh, was before she died as she kind of wakes up as a kind of a modern day revenant so these characters really take you uh, into the action right away and um without having to figure out how to build a character because building a character is very different in city of mist and of course we've uh, thrown in uh, one case what we call a case or a playable scenario that will just uh, allow you to get into things right away and you know bits and pieces extras like uh, player move sheets and uh, mc or gm move sheets and status cards all of these things maybe we can expand about these things later on but it's i really i mean uh, people are really loving it so far we're getting great reaction for the starter set so if you guys want to download it, go right ahead to our website. Absolutely. I definitely recommend that all of you swing over and grab the downloads. Of course, the links will be in the show notes for this episode, along with the link directly to the Kickstarter for City of Mist. Uh, I think one of the things I appreciate most about this starter, uh, this sample of the game itself, is that it helps really bring the city to life the environment the mood city of mist takes a lot of classic tropes the noir trope that gritty street level superhero trope but it blends them together in a really nice unique fun way so by giving us this tangible visual example you're helping draw people into understanding the tone of the game, the style of the game. And that's what I that's what I like the most about it. Plus the artwork. I mean, geez, the art is so <laughs> slick. Uh, I was excited about this game before I downloaded stuff and started seeing what you guys were doing. And then I saw the pictures. And as I've said on the show many times, I like the pretty pictures. That's what attracts me to things. <laughs> And and the, these just 70 pages of uh, of examples are full of a lot of pretty pictures. Um, why don't we start talking about the, the nitty-gritty here? We, we've got the tone. We've got the style. Uh, the way you approach gameplay in City of Mist is a little bit different. Um, one of the things that I, I know, and you mentioned here a little bit ago, you mentioned playbooks. Uh, and that's because City of Mist is built on... Um, the Powered by Apocalypse uh, way of playing things, right? Yep, yep, yep. There's uh, definitely, um, we did a kind of a, a mix there of uh, Powered by the Apocalypse where we grabbed the moves and the general um, way of approaching the game, also the MC moves and, you know, the whole um, kind of narrative approach uh, to the game. But uh, the tags mechanism came the inspiration for the tag mechanism came from uh a game called lady blackbird uh, which uh, i really like the mechanics for and i just played it one one day and i realized wham okay this is the missing piece this is how i'm going to do 
uh, superpowers on Apocalypse World. Because the thing about Apocalypse World Engine is that it gives you a list of um, of set moves to pick from, and that's playbooks. Like playbooks are classes; they're in a way classes of characters. And when you want to do superheroes, you don't want to do that. You want to have a very broad, you know, spectrum of powers. And you really, what I really wanted to do was to allow you uh, players to um, choose whatever power they wanted and describe it in their own words, uh, which is often a problem in in supers games. And uh, when I when I played Lady Blackbird, I was like, "That's it. That's it. I got it." So I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, what- one of the things I really like uh, that you've you've taken inspiration and used um, uh, powered by the apocalypse as a foundation. I love how that system has a real strong narrative focus. And even though you're rolling dice and defining what you're doing, that system really encourages you to narrate a scene, narrate your actions as the character in the moment. And then the game master helps you, uh, or the MC helps you pull out, okay, that is an investigate move, or that is a face danger move. So you're trying to encourage strong roleplay, strong narrative being in the moment of the game. And then the MC is saying, okay, so this is what you got to roll, this is what you got to do to do what you just said. Um and knowing that that is part of City of Mist really sets the tone for the type of gameplay you expect and encourage. Uh, I, I love seeing that narrative focus coming into games. It's been happening a lot more lately on the indie game scene, and I think it's very, very important. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I love it too. That's why I chose uh, uh, Apocalypse World as the basis for uh, for City of Mist. But yeah, that was definitely what we were going for. Uh, something that's very... I mean, we were actually going for something very cinematic um, with with everything, with the design and, um, and, the, and the style and the illustration. But also as a game designer, I was going for a game that will allow... Y- you know the players to to go full cinematic on on this uh, kind of noir story and that uh, is possible first of all through apocalypse world engine because what apocalypse world does well amazingly well is that uh, it it allows you to the the moves are basically tropes the moves themselves are tropes so it kind of allows you to capture and translate, as you said, every action that you're describing into a trope of the genre. So in this case, the noir genre, things like investigate or face danger or or go toe-to-toe with someone. These are all uh, maybe describing more trope genres. And then the other side of it, uh, I was trying to um, give that freedom with choosing your powers that I mentioned previously. So we combine the tags mechanic and that allows you to describe your powers however way you want in your own words and at the same time have a solid mechanic it isn't uh like uh you know this vague free form kind of game it's a very clear mechanic on how many points you get for using the for using certain powers and um 
and uh, you know the the moves themselves interpret into all kinds of dramatic developments so that's what i liked about this mix of um of cinematic or descriptive with the with the more crunchy end of things i love hearing all of that amit i i am really really excited to be able to just dive into the the narrative cinematic moment and let the game kind of follow along underneath as we just tell a great story together. Um, one of the cool things I'm seeing here as I'm looking at some of these sample characters, we've got these uh, we've got these tags that talk about what people are doing, who they are, how they do, what they do. But I'm noticing something missing from these character sheets. And uh, <laughs> let's just call it out right here. There's no stats uh, on these. Uh, I, I don't see strength. I don't yeah. see dexterity. This is, this is kind of <laughs> weird, but I like it. So why, why don't we dig into that a little bit? <laughs> What's the story there? Yeah. What's the story there? <laughs> um, yeah, there, there are no stats. Uh, your character has no stats in City of Mist, uh, period. What you do have, your character is built out of themes, four themes, uh, each representing a major aspect of your character, and they divide between mythos and logos, which kind of represent your ordinary and legendary aspects. And each one of those themes has a a set of well, you start off with a set of three tags. You can you can uh, buy new tags later on, um, and these tags just can describe anything under the sun. They can describe or beyond the sun, for that matter. It can describe uh, abilities. They can describe uh, personality traits, certain moves that you can uh, uh, use. I mean, not like mechanical moves, but, you know, certain moves your characters can pull off. Uh, gear, allies, anything really, anything that uh, allows your character, helps your character act in the story. And when you get around to activating some of the mecha mechanical moves that we mentioned earlier, you simply count the number of tags that are relevant for that action. And that's going to be your numerical boost for your role. It's as simple as that. So we kind of circumvented the whole... Um, the whole idea of stats there and just had a you know you have a very uh description based character and uh, it still works very nice from a crunch perspective from from what we've seen so uh if if we can summarize here a little bit uh as we break down our characters uh we've got these uh, mythos and logos and that mythos describes the power source of being the legend the, the legend trying to come to life through these gateways we're playing. Definitely. Uh, but the, the logos are kind of a little bit more of what they bring to the table from their mortal lives, uh, occupation or special training, something they did. Yeah, relationships as well, uh, defining moments, like really the human aspect of it, exactly. Basically, we're defining characters by that, that split between supernatural and natural. Yeah, that's really at the core of the game. Uh, this this balance between mythos and logos, and and uh, you could even I mean there are certain situations where you could end up losing these themes, and the balance changes. So, mm. well, that right there tells us a very interesting story of what to expect out of the game, because we're seeing this balance between the two sides of a character, 
And knowing that that can change over time tells us that uh, we can tell some really good stories here in City of Mist. Um, I also really like the fact that we're just picking the tags that apply in a move or a narrative scene, and then the number of tags just translates directly into your numerical bonus for that 2d6 die roll. It, it seems like you can just have a lot of fun describing really vividly what you're doing and then just kind of saying, oh, well, oh, I, I used three different tags here, so, so I've got a plus three to my roll. Yeah. Real simple, real beautiful, real uh, focused on the story. Of course, there are some more uh, mechanical meat uh, behind what we're talking about here. Uh, there's definitely some more crunch to it, but uh, in a nutshell, so to speak, that very simple, I, I narrate what I'm doing, I figure out my bonus, and I add it to my dice roll. <laughs> yeah, and it's always, you know, Apocalypse World, it's always the same roll. It's 2d6, and there's no other roll in the game. Um, but each role, uh, each move you, you play has totally different outcomes. And, uh, of course these outcomes are usually adding on complications and, and development. So uh, really, it's been really fun playing it, uh, with everyone that we've, I mean, there's so many play tests and stuff like that. We really had a great time playing it. So awesome. Awesome. Uh, as, as we've been sitting here talking, I've been looking through, uh, some of the samples here. Uh, the guy that has been sitting on my desktop for the longest, though, Declan Lestrange. <laughs> has he now? Right. That says a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting fella. I think I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. He was my kind of GM NPC uh, on the first uh, on the first campaign of City of Mist. So he's... Uh, he was the he's actually the first to be created in City of Mist a long time ago. Awesome. 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 Now that being said, all of the other characters in this sample PDF are outstandingly interesting. Postmortem, uh the the assassin of some sort who doesn't remember who she was before she woke up from being dead. Uh yep. Salamander who has a, a fire-breathing salamander creature living inside of him. Uh, th these are cool. These are some cool characters to play with. Um, awesome. I mean, some of them are very uh, old characters, but we kind of gave them, gave them that kind of new twist to, to make them uh, more current. And at the same time, I really tried to create a balance to, to really make this city come to life through these mm -hmm. characters like they really represent the the concept of this setting and uh, what you can do with it what what i really love and i think this just demonstrates perfectly what you've been telling us Amit, in in the in the free sample pdf the starter rule set uh, there's a little paragraph that describes each of the pre-made npcs just within each paragraph, you've got certain phrases or words highlighted. And those words are the tags we've been talking about this whole time. Yeah. So, so, so right there, we're reinforcing uh, exactly what we're talking about. Just a simple description of the, the story translates into what you're pulling to roll dice and get bonuses. Yeah, exactly. That's that was the that was the original concept, and and it was really cool to be able to write these paragraphs and kind of weave those themes into them and see. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's just a story translating into mechanics. Actually, 
maybe you're giving me an idea here for uh for the kind of the how to the, how to create the seed of your character for the character creation uh mechanism i'll have to credit you for that later on <laughs> oh so 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 maybe what we can say here is uh if you write a little narrative paragraph of your character you sit there with the with the mc and and pull out those highlights and and that's how you help find some of the tags uh, that points you in the direction of of the uh, mythos and logos that you end up using. Yeah, exactly. I mean, w right now what we have uh, out of the character creation process are the theme books. So when you create your own character in the in the full book of City of Mist, there will be uh, we're starting out with seven logos and seven mythos theme books, and you get to pick out four. So for your theme, so let's say you were telling a story about uh, like mitosis, the one of the characters, and you are an ex-boxer, blah blah blah, and you got into a crash, and uh, and uh, you got these uh, uh, chemicals into you that make your body produce more cells, and and you know your cells divide at an accelerated rate. You would just have this paragraph, and maybe you could highlight different parts in it as your themes. But then, for each one of these themes, you would choose a theme book, and that theme book helps you translate the, uh, whatever you chose to be your theme into the tags, uh, the weakness tags, the power tags, and also give you special moves, which we don't have yet in the starter set that you know pertain to your specific themes. So let's say your ex-boxer theme would be your training and your uh, various mythos themes will describe your powers so on and so forth wonderful that is awesome just that kind of freeform concept of, of how you define a character that right there is just it's efficient it's exciting it's very elegant it really puts the focus on what do you want to play as a player yeah it's not so much, all right, what class do I want to play? Do I want to be a fighter? Do I want to be a wizard? It's what's the story I want to tell with this guy? Exactly. How does his background play in? How does his powers develop? That's just, that's exactly it. And we, what we wanted to do was that uh, there are other games out there. For example, Fate, they give you, um, I mean, Fate has many variations, but um other games out there give you full flexibility in uh, in crafting your character, but what I wanted to do here was to also give you some kind of support, some help to get the created creativity going and to help you translate your ideas into whatever like game elements. And I think the theme books are they are really doing it. We're we're trying them out now. It's really cool. You just get to pick four uh, theme books and kind of a mix and match and these theme books create your characters and you, they're going to be like questionnaires so we have one published if you want to check it out uh, just as a draft uh, they're going to be like questionnaires that ask you questions and the answers to these questions will be your tags so they're just going to walk you through the creation so it's not just something up in the air where you just like create your character it's it's really going to walk you through it i love that you recognize that challenge of freedom of choice, Amit. Uh, I've experienced this many times, that uh, kind of paralysis when you come to a game that really truly gives you unlimited options. You end up freezing up because you don't know what to do when you have so many choices. 
So I love that you want to give people the freedom, but you've also recognized sometimes they need a little bit of guidance to help make it work. And I think what you have developed here in City of Mist is just an elegant and really clever way of doing that. I love how you echo fate a little bit with the tags, like the aspects. Uh, I even see a little bit of an echo of Wushu in this, uh, in the fact that you just kind of narrate what's happening and that defines some of your dice and numerical bonuses. Uh, there's a lot of fun elements in this game, both in genre and mechanics, and you've just brought them together in a really cool, really unique way. I really like what I'm seeing here, Amit. I really, really do. That's great. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very happy to <laughs> do like it. Um, what, what we do also want to talk about the Kickstarter here. Like we've said a couple times, uh, when you guys are listening to this episode, uh, the uh, Kickstarter for City of Mist will have been live for a little while. Definitely follow the links definitely swing over and check it out. Amit, why don't we talk a little bit about some of the cool things that backers can uh, expect from the campaign? What are some rewards that you're really happy and excited to share? So I think the first uh, thing that I'm really happy about is that you can, uh, as a as some one of the rewards, you can actually get the copy, uh, the printed copy, of not just the um, the starter set book, but also the uh, folios, the character playbook folios, which are you know very um, kind of we created them very high end. They have a they have the side that you can download now on one side, but on the external side they have a, a really beautiful poster of the character, and you can get all that shipped to you right after the Kickstarter. So if you can't wait to start playing uh, City of Mist, you can just uh, get this uh, whole bundle, this whole starter set, uh, shipped to you right after the Kickstarter, and just uh, get you know start get started with it while we are developing, of course, the full book for you. So that's uh, one of the aspects. One of the other things we're offering is we're going to offer some additional. Of course, we're going to. There's a huge amount of uh, content that we're planning um, to create for the Kickstarter, but uh, we're actually involving you guys in creating some of the uh, pre-gen playbooks for City of Mist. So you will be able to create together with me and with our incredible illustrator Marcin, a character that will actually be one of the official playbook characters for City of Mist and uh, everyone on the Kickstarter is going to get it. So uh, that's uh, another option there that we're going to offer, of course, as well as many other, uh, many other things. That's cool. I always like Kickstarters where you can get involved and uh, have a little impact on the game world and just seeing a character that i might come up with portrayed with this amazing art style and artwork that's super exciting that is really really cool um so uh from what you're telling us here amit uh there is still a fair amount of the game being worked on right now right there there's some more powers being developed uh, there's some more aspects of the core rules that you and your team are still testing and developing, right? Uh, I guess the core rules, yeah. I mean, the core rules are really, they've been heavily playtested. 
Um, and we're kind of we're very happy with them. More than kind of, we're very happy with them. Uh, we are testing right now some serious add-ons and some aspects of the game that haven't been play tested enough. So the the game is going to get quite a number of uh, extensions, I guess. The core rules will get quite a number of extensions. For example, um, ally threat rules will allow you to define, out of your team, define which one of the team members or the crew members is an ally or a threat to each one of your themes. So you could actually have a conflicted uh, relationship with someone who is kind of an ally to one of your aspects, but a threat to the other. Uh, so that's one thing. Another uh, set of rules we're going to add is the nemesis rules. So when you lose a theme, it doesn't just die. It turns into a nemesis. It could be an adversary or uh, uh, some kind of situation, an adversity uh, that's kind of haunting you after you got maybe uh, lost one of your themes. And it's going to continue to haunt you until you find a way to permanently get rid of it, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, additional aspects that are being uh, developed, and, and some of the core aspects are still being playtested. I noticed something uh, towards the end of the starter rules that really caught my interest. Uh, legends, borderliners, touched, and sleepers. Are you at liberty to tell us anything about what these mysterious and wonderful <laughs> words mean to City of Mist? Uh, I'm not sure I'm at liberty, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's your game, Amit. I think you are in control of what information we release. You think I am, but there's forces beyond the mist who are in control here much, oh. uh, much more than you understand. So well, I don't want to put you in any risk. I don't well, know what get, type of consequences. You have, you have to take the risk. But <laughs> actually, uh, these um, that's another expansion we're going to make about the forces beyond the mist. But we'll get around to it. Uh, we're probably going to share that uh, on the Kickstarter. Yeah, so <clears throat> these uh, these are kind of uh, the words, the, the terms you mentioned. So in the city, we have the people who are completely you know, blinded by the mist. They don't see anything. They take out the trash and they see a fight between a, a werewolf a kind of a person and, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland manifested. And they kind of, you know, they just yawn and they they, they take out the trash, they turn back and they just forget about it and go, in, go inside and watch TV. So these are these are our sleepers. It doesn't matter... What they see, they're just going to stay um, stay asleep. It's not true for everyone. Sometimes it's very volatile in City of Mist. So if a sleeper is exposed to something very dramatic, they could actually end up waking up. And then you'll have this um, you know, living legend on your hands that you've created uh, and possibly you're responsible for. So these are the sleepers, and and as a, a gateway opens and awakens, and your character awakens, um, you can have a different balance of uh, your mythos and your uh, and this kind of ordinary life. So touched our characters, uh, mechanically touched our characters that have three uh, logos theme and one mythos theme, but within the story of the city, they're. Uh, you know, people who've maybe just started discovering something, a force, it's a feeling. They don't even know what it is, right? It's not like, okay, I'm a I'm a touched person, so I 
this is who I am. They don't know it. They're just discovering it. They're just beginning to understand. Um, and then as you progress, you go into Borderliner who you're, where you're trying to kind of balance your legend with act, still keeping a, 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 a human mortal life. And there's legend where you've gone over more. And of course, if you keep going, you can go to even to becoming an avatar of your mythos, which is almost opening up completely to the mythos. Wow. That is super, super exciting. And uh, what I can gather from what you just shared with us, Amit, you have plans for how City of Mist is going to continue. You've got some plans for expansions, for future development. Uh, This is not a one-and-done game. City of Mist has a, a long story to tell. Definitely, yes. There's there are so many aspects of it. I mean, uh, we're gonna go kind of like we're gonna go deep and we're gonna go sideways. So there's going to be a lot of <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a lot of uh, different additions to the basic you know aspect of it. Just you know, people noir game in this dark and mysterious city with with legendary powers. And we're going to, uh, in some of these expansions, uh, offer a lot of locations and resources to make your game more rich or richer. And uh, um, and the other side of it is we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go deep. So uh, we're gonna really expose what's going on with the mist and are there people uh, or organizations or individuals involved in it and who are the legends who are running. Uh, the city behind all this uh, why and where and we don't want to go all the way because i think the by like revealing everything i think we're going to go for the same thing we went with the starter set i like to call it a proto setting it's like not it's not a um a rigid setting that you get and that that's the way it is it kind of sets up everything for you to create your own setting and I think it was really nicely done in, in Apocalypse World, the game itself, where you kind of have a premise, but they don't nail you down to one specific uh, setting. So it sounds to me like you're going to have this premise, this concept. You're going to have story elements that you provide to players, core components about characters about the larger mystery the larger story that's happening but you're going to let your players really tell their own story at home and put those pieces together how they want to yeah exactly that's exactly what i'm going for there and um that's one of the reasons uh, we're probably not going to be releasing maps of city of mist because we're going to want it to keep it we might uh, be releasing um all kinds of local maps like uh, of of an area where you might have a scene and stuff like that but we're not going to um you know have the the formation of the city very rigid because the whole thing about city of mist is it could be anywhere it could be any city it could be any you know, play, based anywhere or or on the on the planet, and it could be um, it could be really a city that doesn't exist. It could be a totally imaginary city. So, and I want to le- that's a part of the mystery. So, I want to leave that in the hands of the MC and the players. I like that, Amit. I like that a lot. Uh, a lot of times, especially in the urban fantasy genre, when the story is placed in a real world location. We have to deal with that differentiation between reality that we know and we live in and what the game is telling us. 
And sometimes those stories have to jump through extra hoops and take extra efforts to fit what they're doing into the reality we know so that suspension of disbelief isn't as difficult. And sometimes you run into the challenge of, okay, well, if I'm telling the story about my urban noir detective wizard running around downtown, I need him to have a place to fight this guy, but there's no place like that downtown, so do I make something new? Do I change something? What's going on? But you've kind of solved that very nicely with City of Mist. It's any city you want, or it's a city that doesn't exist, or it's a city that has a weird thing in it. Who cares? You're not giving us a rigid story that our stories fit in, and you're not telling a story that we just play along with. You're giving us as players the power to say, okay, well, this is any city. This is any place. I'm any character. So there's a lot of really cool ways uh, that we can use City of Mist to tell really fun stories. I like that. Cool. I uh, I mean, this is exactly what we're going for. I was... Um... You remind me now of this. I forget the, the name of the movie. It has Bruce Willis in it. It's one of these recent films, and it's like a time traveling movie. And right at the right off the bat, right at the start of the movie, he just gives this two minute uh, speech about how time travel doesn't make sense and who cares because it's happening. So, <laughs> so it's like I, uh, I I think that was Looper. Looper, that's it, that's it. So <laughs> that's pretty much what we do here. I mean, we want to tell a story. So let's just get to the story and we can, uh, you know, we can adjust whatever needs to happen uh, in order to make it fun and interesting and engaging for us. Cool, cool. I like that. That's a great way to approach uh, a unique game and story like this. So, uh, man, I'm just really excited to sit down and play City of Mist. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I can't wait to see how the Kickstarter develops and evolves and, and puts this fantastic game into our hands. Uh, it is about time to be wrapping up here today, Amit. Do you have any final words for our listeners? Any cool things you want to share about the game? Any last things you want to say to everyone? Well, I think uh, that the starter set really speaks for itself, and that's why we put it out there. So that um, I mean, there's there, I could go on and on about the game, but really, I just suggest people just pick up the starter set and check it out, see what they like about it, and I think you're going to find a lot of cool things, uh, even some things that we didn't get around to mentioning. But uh, you'll, I'm sure, you'll figure it out. So go out and enjoy your noir experience there. Absolutely. Uh, you said it best, Amit. Swing over to your website, grab this free PDF sample. Of course, again, the links are in the show notes, as are the links to uh, the website for City of Mist and the Kickstarter. Thank you so much for your time today, Amit. This was a wonderful conversation, and it's gotten me super, super pumped for City of Mist. Thank you. It was awesome. So uh, for a meet for myself, for Michael, for everyone at the RPG Academy and the RPG Academy Network, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, 
then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Thank you.